Hello, everybody. Good evening. This is Growth Conversations. And this is Chris Doanis, your host. And tonight, we are so honored to have with us our guest. She is a professional teacher, a sought-after events host and planner. She is also an entrepreneur, speech champion, and a proud mom. To our viewers and listeners of Growth Conversations, I'm honored to present to you our guest tonight, Ms. Jamie Yaneza. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Hi, good evening. Hello, hello. Good to have you here and thank you for saying yes to this interview. Yes, and thank you for inviting me as well. It's my pleasure. Yes, so good evening to you and to all our viewers. To our viewers, I encourage you to share this uh, video to your friends, to your followers, to the groups you belong to. Share this with your friends and join our conversation with Jamie. I really believe that she is going to share something that will inspire you because we are going to talk about the topic, how a single parent beautifully bounced back and flourished in her career. And as you're looking at our guest tonight, I believe that you already have a hint of what this is going to be about. Right, Jamie? Right. <laughs> I have, yeah. I, I thank you for my friends and those who are joining us this evening. I hope you get something or learn something from our talk this evening. All right. 
So let's get it on. Uh, Jamie, you are a teacher, an events host, events planner, entrepreneur, toastmaster, and a mom, and many other things, I believe. In other words, you're like a superwoman. How do you make all these possible? Well, I think the number one thing for me is to choose the things that I really like to do. <laughs> I think I always say this even to my students when I tell them about how to choose a career or how to choose what you're going to do in life. Choose what is going to make you happy so that it will be something that you enjoy. Because I believe that um, once you're doing what you really enjoy, you won't really feel that you're doing so many things. So in my case, I may be doing many, many, many things, but I enjoy each one of them. So with that, I'm able to manage my time to make sure that I can fit all of them in my schedule. Since I enjoy all of them, I don't really feel much pressure, I believe, or stress from it because these are things that really make me happy. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's important that you make the choice and uh, do something that you enjoy, that, that, you, that you love. So uh, that's, that's a beautiful way to put it. And I would like to know what's the typical week of Jamie and Neza. Perhaps because of the pandemic, let's have a picture of the before and perhaps during this pandemic. Hmm. Before the pandemic, I think, you know, before or during or after the pandemic, I feel like my life in general is just busy. <laughs> But before the pandemic, I had weekends usually for events, especially during this time when the pandemic happened. That's the summer season. That's where a lot of weddings happen in Baguio City. So before the pandemic, I would have had my weekends really busy with event planning and hosting. On the weekdays, I teach also um, senior high school students and college students at SDI. I also do hosting. And of course, I have that regular Toastmasters meetings. And when I'm not doing any of those, I'm also attending PTA meetings. I'm the vice president of my son's uh, parent-teacher association class. And of course, if not, I'm busing tables at the North Niche, which is a cafe I co host with my friends. <laughs> so yeah, that's sorry. before pandemic. But after the pandemic or during, so what I have, what I did during the ECQ, like all of you most probably is to clean the house. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I did. So I cleaned everything that I could at home. And of course, I enjoyed my time with my son. I cooked all his favorite food and I challenged myself to a 28-day workout program, wow. which I succeeded. I realized I can do it. <laughs> it's a fitness health program. It's a workout program. So I, I enjoyed that. And I also spent time rescheduling the events of my clients. Because as you know, uh, with this pandemic, we had to reschedule a lot of weddings and other celebrations. So I had to assist them, of course, with 
contacting the suppliers and uh, informing them of the changes, what we're going to do next. And also I did some coaching. <laughs> I, I coached fellow Toastmasters to join the competition and yeah. also one of our beauty queens here in Baguio. And I received coaching myself. <laughs> wow. Yes. Now that it's MGCQ, we could open the North Niche for takeout and delivery. So apart from that, I'm also part of the packing of goods and making sure that our deliveries reach our clients on time. So that's me before and after or during the pandemic. Amazing. Amazing how you stay busy or rather productive whether that's before this quarantine period and even during. So uh, at least our, our viewers would have a picture of, uh, of the typical day of Ms. Jamie Yaneza. <laughs> yes, yes. So before I, I go on to the topic or the next question, we'd like just to say hi to those who are watching. We have uh, Hannah May, April May. Hello, Giovanni, of course. But next, Christine. Uh, Dexter, uh, we have, I, I think, uh, three or four fellow Toastmasters watching in, in one of the channels. Let's let's see our other channel <laughs> because we are live in, in two uh, and we'd just like to say hi to everybody. And yes, we are talking about how a single parent beautifully bounced back and flourished in her career. So, Miss Jamie, let's get into the meat. What is one of the toughest mistake that you made in, in your personal life? And maybe you can describe what happened and how did you bounce back? Hmm. Well, I would say that one of the decisions that I've made that I somehow felt like I should have done better or maybe thought more about it is to get married early. <laughs> I actually got married a year after graduation. But during that time, I was with uh, my then boyfriend for already six years. So it felt like maybe I felt like I was ready even at a young age. And so we got married and we tried to build a family. And during that time, I guess that's when when you're together in a home and you are young, and that is where how young you are, the issues of how young you are, <laughs> and how you deal with conflicts and challenges come out. So I would say that's one of the things that I faced in my personal life when I was a little bit younger. <laughs> Wow, so really a, a big challenge and uh, I, I couldn't describe how, how that would have been. Uh, can you share with us, uh, despite that struggle or challenge, how, how, did, you, how did you move from, from that state to, to where you are right now? Because looking at you now, it's like you're, it's like you're, um, you're flourishing, you're you're happy somehow and there's it's not a shallow uh thing but i it's like there's this inner joy and peace in you how did that happen um i guess i finally 
decided to love myself a little bit more. <laughs> um, you know, when you're young and in love, you feel like your whole world is revolving around that person. So, well, I, I believe that it's natural. It's not a bad thing. Um, but there was a point where I realized that I was not myself anymore. Um, I Even my friends noticed that you're, you're not the same Jamie that we know. You're not the same happy, funny Jamie. And um, I realized that as time passed by, I lost a little bit of myself every time. And I was limited with what I did or what I thought I could do. So when I reached that point and I realized that the situation I was in is not something where it is a healthy situation, even for my son, then that's when I decided to um, somehow let go of that situation and bring myself to a healthier disposition and make sure that the environment where I would be raising my son in would be something that he could be happy in, something that he would not have to witness um, situations which he should not be exposed to while he is young. So that's what I did. Wow. So it's important to really uh, take care of yourself as well. You, you love yourself. So there's this self-love and also thinking of what's best for your son as a mother. Now, I'd like to ask about your son in a while, but let's talk about the self-love that you mentioned because maybe we need to clarify this because some people might think that self-love is equivalent to selfish, but it's not. So would you enlighten us with that? Yes. Um, a lot of people are, you know, there's a give and take. We always hear that term, give and take. And in life, it happens. And to ourselves, that also happens. It's good to give, right? I believe our faith, our God has taught us to give. And it's something that is not really something that we should change. But at the same time, we should open ourselves to receiving, right? That's something that we forget, that we also deserve to receive something. And when we say receive, that means the love that others have to give us, the positivity, and the opportunity that we can actually um, grab when we allow ourselves to be happy. And when, we, when I say allow ourselves to be happy, it's because sometimes we're too um, giving or selfless that we focus on, is this other person happy? Like in my case, maybe as a mom, is my son happy? But if you're not happy yourself, you're not able to share that happiness with other people, even to your own family. So like they say, if your cup is filled and your cup overflows, then you can share that to other people. And that's the same thing in terms of loving ourselves. If we are happy and love ourselves as how we are, then we will be able to share that love with other people and they will see the genuineness of our um, sharing towards them. Wow. So it's really important to, to know that uh, receiving, receiving of, of, of love. And I like that picture of having a cup that is filled 
and that is going to overflow rather than something that is leaking, right? So I love that. Thank you for, for explaining that well. Now, I would like to ask, how are you now? How are you and, and your son? Well, we're good. Um, I like. I think that one of the good things about this pandemic is, of course, I was able to spend more time with my son. Um, although I did always make time for him before this, but of course, during the time that it was a lockdown, I could cook breakfast, lunch, dinner, or even snack sometimes. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And I was also able to observe his habits more. And with being able to observe his habits more, I was more proud of him because I realized that, wow, he really has um, a set of priorities already. He knows what to do in the morning. Um, he's not, uh, sometimes when I saw him in the past, he was always immersed in his gadgets or laptop because he was studying. But when I spent time with him during this ECQ, I realized that, oh no, when he wakes up in the morning, he goes out to have sunshine and he reads a book. Wow. After a book, he would play basketball even if he's alone. And then after that, that's when he goes to his gadgets and he has his own way of researching what to learn. I mean, what to learn, what's something new he could learn, even if there are no classes. So I got to know my son better, I believe. And I became more proud that he has grown into someone who knows how to set priorities, schedule his time. And all that. Wow, it's really like uh, like the mom, so productive, <laughs> knows uh, priorities, uh, still staying healthy, and all that. So beautiful, so good to know that. And I'd like to ask because some people who, who might be listening this, uh, some of them might have uh, undergone or are in a situation where you were before. Any words of encouragement for them? Um, well, the first thing I believe, well, it's always the same thing. It's, it's to always stay positive. Um, sometimes people think you, it's easy for you to say that because you're in a good situation, right? It's not, when somebody is suffering, it's difficult to advise to stay positive. It's not realistic. But um, staying positive doesn't mean staying bubbly and happy even if you are in a bad situation. It simply means you keep the faith, you stay strong, and know that whatever is happening to you right now, you are going to get through this. And let us believe in that uh, higher being, whatever faith we have, that um, we are going to be brought into a place where it is better, and it's going to be a situation where we realize that we have already overcome what we have been going through. So I think it's important to, to keep the faith, to stay strong, and make sure that you hold on. If not, some people, um, the reason, they, they should have a reason. Like, oh yeah, I will stay strong because of my son. I will stay strong because of this other person. But I think it's important to stay strong for yourself. And then you can be strong for other people as well. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. so it's believing that better days are ahead. So stay strong, keep the faith, 
And those are the words of a person who have gone through that situation. It's not someone who just read something in the book or heard from someone, but someone who have undergone that similar struggle. So thank you for those encouraging words, Ms. Jamie. And now I would like to move to another area of your life because you are a career woman and still on the topic on bouncing back. So let's talk about one of your biggest mistakes perhaps in your career and again, what happened and how did you recover? Um, I was trying to think about that question. What is a big mistake in my career? I don't really count um, that situations as a mistake. I always see them as a learning opportunity. But if I would say it's a mistake, it's more of sayang in in you know in Tagalog and sayang meaning things like simple things like number one, I should have taken my masters earlier. <laughs> yeah, and um, ako dun sa mga nakaisip na. Um, after a few years of working or sometimes straight out of college. Although I do advise that uh, it's okay to go straight out of college, pero okay lang din na work ka and then for a while and then master's mm. after. I feel like I took my master's a little bit late. Uh, yeah, and I'm already, I took it, oh, 30s na ako. <laughs> oh. How yeah. many years were you teaching already when you took your I've, yeah, I've been teaching um, for some time already. Um, somewhere around eight years already before oh. I took my master's. It was the time where um, we are already in the transition where if you are in the academy, your lowest uh, educational attainment should at least be master's. I mean, so that you could fill the cups of your students, right? You have to keep on learning. Right. So that's one, I would say. And another one, I would say, would um, still be on learning, like learning to invest, um, learning the idea of stocks, you know, these things. This growth summit, this should have been, uh, if this were present already when I was in college, I wish I already joined it that early. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. And I think you're able to, to catch up somehow, but, but somehow if you were to, uh, to do those things, it would, be, it would have been earlier. So thank yeah. you for sharing those. And I like your mindset that it's not really a mistake, but how do you call it? Uh, it's a learning opportunity. Learning opportunity. So thank you for putting it that way because perspective or mindset or how you view things matter a lot and you can we can see that we can learn that from miss jamie in her way of looking at her career uh quote-unquote mistakes as a learning opportunity rather so before we move on we'd just like to say hi to those watching hello desiree hello chester we have uh we have Father Christopher. Hello. We have uh, Lois, fellow Toastmaster, Miss Irene. Hello. Good evening to everyone. We have Melanie. Again, if you have questions for Miss Jamie, feel free to put them in the comments section and uh, we'll do our best to, to insert that and uh, we'll ask her to enlighten us with, with those, uh, with your questions, of course. Now, I would like to move to 
the area of, of you being an entrepreneur. Uh, any bad move that you did and how did you address it? Um, bad move. Again, um, it could be uh, yeah, a bad move or a learning opportunity still. Well, of course, um, in my business venture in the events industry, I think I took that pretty well because in the events industry, uh, in putting up my own events business, I took it really step by step. I started off as an usher, as a runner, as a bride assistant, anything. I, I wiped the shoes off the bride, you know, that level. Wow. Until I experienced all the aspects, I believe, of um, events. And then that's when I decided to um, put up my event coordinating business. With our cafe, of course, it has been a dream. So even because I'm a coffee lover, a caffeine addict, <laughs> so it's been a dream since I was college, I think, that I would have a, a cafe or coffee shop with a group of friends and so on. So this is something that we that ha was at the back of the, my mind for the longest time. Finally, when I was given that opportunity with what I would say is a dream team <laughs> with a group of friends who we had somebody who was good in all aspects. One is good in cooking, one is good in accounting, one is good in marketing. So I felt like, okay, this is it. Okay, we all felt that way, I think. And we started our business. Of course, we found a good location. We planned in it. But I can't really say that it was the same steps I took because in my events business, because my events business, I planned that, I mean, not really planned, I experienced it for mm -hmm. years before coming up. For the cafe, um, it was just a few months. <laughs> we found a place, it was the adrenaline, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, wow, me finally reaching my, my dream of a cafe and us finding a place and you know, coming up with a good team. So it was something that we invested. So I can't read well because of that. We know what is happening now. This is the pandemic. Dine-in isn't really something that is, well, it's okay now, but not really that advisable yet. Right. So a lot of businesses are affected now. So maybe I would say that a, a move that we have to try to avoid is to put uh, not really all, because I didn't put all, but a lot of mm. my eggs in, in a basket, <laughs> as they say, mm. right? Like when you focus a lot of your resources in something because you felt like this is it, this is the achievement of my dream, and then something unexpected happens, then um, you need to find your plan B. And of course, in our case, nobody... Uh, expected this pandemic so a plan b was something we had we all had to come up with quickly right mm. so and so if you put um all your resources or a lot of your resources into one business venture and something unexpected happens then of course that's somehow going to be a loss at some point so that's what i would say Wow, wow. And we'd like to just uh, 
do a step back because you mentioned about you starting in your events uh, planning business and now with uh, that cafe north niche i'd like to know your your insights because some people especially right now having difficulties at work or maybe maybe even planning to to move from employment to entrepreneurship or or, or, or business and they think because uh, some people would would go into to business because hi I, I want to have be my own boss or I want to do something like this but you described about how you really have to start from from somewhere from from the bottom and can you give a, I, I know that this is outside the topic of bouncing back but maybe it's a way of preventing you from the need to bounce back because of the mistake that you made when you enter into business. So maybe some words to those who are planning to enter into, into uh, entrepreneurship. Yes. Um, well, I would say that you have to really study uh, a lot of aspects of your plans. So it's not enough that you have the enthusiasm <laughs> and the passion and the desire. But that's one thing. That's a very good investment. I think enthusiasm, passion, and desire, these are all very good uh, foundations of um, proceeding towards your goal of entering entrepreneurship. However, we also have the other side of it in which you have to be somehow technical and somehow knowledgeable on how to go about with the business. Whatever it is you're thinking, you're considering about, know how to go about it from the very first and basic step of it. So I would say that um, in my case, when I started off my events planning business, I could say that at that point, I really knew everything about it. So even at this point, I could say that I'm confident that we can survive. Uh, throughout this. I know that events will be delayed. We will be rescheduling them, but I know what to do in, in this situation. I know what's uh, a good move for it. Now, on this aspect of um, this different venture, which is putting at the cafe, um, because it's a physical store and you have products and it's a great thing that I'm in this business with people who are also very strategic and they know the area where they are assigned with. But to be honest, um, this is all our first uh, business. This is all our first time to put up a cafe. Although we are all people who have experienced uh, drinking coffee in a coffee shop and so on. But that's not enough experience, right? Running it is something that we have to consider. So it's true though that you learn along the way. <laughs> it's a good thing. But remember that this is an investment. So aside from that, there's also another investment which is the really um, technical know-how or knowledge of it. So research and knowing your market and making sure that your brand is something that you can carry for for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so I hope our um, aspiring entrepreneurs are listening. Those are really important. So it's not enough to have 
uh, passion, desire, and enthusiasm, although those are important elements, but there's more than that. So thank you for that, Ms. Jamie. Now, I know that you talked about some aspects of not putting everything into your, in your basket and all these things, but are there other things that if you were to go back in time, is there something that you would have done differently? It could be uh, in your personal or career or business. For me, I would say something very simple, and that is to notice red flags. <laughs> mm. To notice red flags. Um, I think it's applicable in general, whether that be personal, career, or in a business. Um, so let's start. For example, in a, in a personal point of view, um, sometimes when you are in a situation where everything seems it's going well, you you take for granted the red flags because you feel like, oh, that's that's not gonna be a problem, or I'm just going to muscle through this and it will be okay. But that's not how to deal with a red flag. When I say red flag, these are the warning signs <laughs> that something is wrong, right? So don't ignore them. And I am an avid supporter of the idea of optimism. I am a, a very optimistic person, but that's, it doesn't mean that you forget about the red flags or things that are obviously something that could go wrong. So I think, for example, in my relationship in the past when I was younger, um, there were already signs that our relationship obviously was not moving to work really well. Um, we were not really that compatible. And I obviously actually desired a different type of partner, but I ignored that because there were good times, right? And sometimes when there are good times, you think that it can cover <laughs> Um, the warning signs, and that's not the case. So face it, um, determine if it's something that warning sign is something that should be solved so that you will not have to face a bigger problem. So in the aspect of um, career, business, it's the same thing, right? If you obviously know that you're lacking something and you still need to learn more, but you feel like, no, I, I can fake it. <laughs> and if you do that later on, that that something that you lack will catch up with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so take notice uh, of those red flags, of those warning signs. So uh, Jamie mentioned about uh, those red flags in a relationship and also in, in business and in the relationship. Uh, thank you for mentioning that, that the, the good times doesn't necessarily cover the warning sign. I, I think it's different to see a warning sign or red flag compared to, to just bad days, right? In, in any relationship, there are bad days, but it's different from a red flag or warning sign. So thank you for, for saying that. And uh, in all these ups and downs, uh, Ms. Jamie, uh, you mentioned already a lesson on, on taking note of the, the red flag, but what could possibly top three 
life lessons would you want to share to our viewers? Maybe let's start with uh, top lesson number one. <laughs> top lesson number one, I already mentioned this earlier, and that is to love yourself. Um, some people think this advice is cliche, but a lot of people who have ignored this are uh, these people who are now in somehow in messed up relationships or in situations where they're having trouble coping. Because if you ignore this for too long, um, you'll get used to, to not loving yourself, to not putting yourself as a priority. And it will be difficult to, to, to catch up because you're so used to it already. So number one, love yourself because it's only when you love yourself that you can, of course, choose happiness, right? And when you choose happiness, it's going to be something you carry out throughout your life and something that you can share to others. If you love yourself, you will know um, when to draw a line of this is it. I have to, to let go of this and move forward to something better. So it's really important. Yeah, so that's top one. Love yourself. And as we move forward and ask uh, Ms. Jamie of the top two lessons, let me just say hi to those who are joining us. Uh, some are still catching up. We have uh, uh, a comment from uh, Ms. Clemens, go mom, Jamie. Uh, Hannah Mae said, love, love, love the food at the niche. Wow. Uh, we have Roland joining us. Maitha, Russell, hello, brother. And we have uh, Sir Ruben as well. Hello, everybody who's joining us. Just in case you missed the first part in the replay, that you can uh, have the time to watch the, the earlier part of this interview. Yes, thank you so much to all my friends who are so many. I cannot mention them all <laughs> for watching. <laughs> yes, we have Pearl, we have Jan, who says, so proud of you, Ate Jamie. Thank you, my dear. I'm proud of you as well. She's an owner. She's, she's younger than me, and she's also an entrepreneur. Wow. This <laughs> Val, and anymore, I have my host family, STI family, STI students. Wow. <laughs> and Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, it's so good to have those uh, friends who will support you as well, right? Now, let's go to your top uh, top two life lesson. Uh, my top two life lesson is to be open to too many things. One, be open to possibilities to opportunities and to challenges. Um, being open to, to these things would also help us learn more, not only about ourselves, but the world. So be open to opportunities to learn. Because in my case, even during the pandemic, I, I tried to find a way to learn something new. And so, as I mentioned, I also tried having one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, how to improve my uh, speech writing skills. Thank you, Kwong. <laughs> and uh, this is, I think, one of the things that we have to always find the opportunity to learn. Just like the Growth Summit, this is an opportunity to learn. Mm. Some people pass up these opportunities because 
we have all sorts of excuses, right? Like there's no time or maybe later and so on. But look, that's that's one of my regrets, right? That I, I should have learned this earlier. I should have studied this earlier. So when you are faced with an opportunity and you feel like it's something that's going to make you better, grab it. At the same time, you when you're open to possibilities and challenges, then that also means um, you are going to be flexible in many things like decision-making. So for example, in the cafe, in the North Niche Cafe, of course, because this is a small place and if we're still going to impose social distancing while opening dining, we will only accommodate like five to 10 people, which is not a practical business move, right? So what is the next move for that? And that is why we open for take out, pick up and delivery. In that way, we can still serve um, our loyal customers, our new customers, and still keep with the protocols of the government, still stay safe. And it's somehow a win-win situation. So be open. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So be open. Be open to, to learning, to growth. And yes, thanks for mentioning about the Growth Summit. And we'll tell more about uh, the Growth Summit to our listeners in a while. But you, you mentioned about uh, coaching. Can you give us a, a background of that? Because you mentioned about uh, Kwong. And I know Kwong... Uh, Tell, tell our viewers what, what you do other than uh, what you mentioned already. So, Ms. Jamie is a Toastmaster. She's a speech champion. And she's being coached by an international uh, champion. <laughs> tell us about that. Why are you doing that? I still, yeah, as I mentioned, I still feel that there's so much more to, to learn, actually, and to improve on. And although, of course, we have our regular Toastmasters meeting, and these are great and I believe we have to keep learning regularly at the same time it's always good to add some new ingredients to our learning so I was uh, given that opportunity I attended a talk of uh, Kwong who is yes an international speaker and uh, there was a call to to answer if you would like to have um, more sessions would you like to go for mentoring coaching and so on and I chose that. Um, it was at that moment. It wasn't something like I've been thinking for a long time that I really want to be coached by this person. The opportunity came, right? And that's how we become open, right? The opportunity came. And I was at that moment, it was like, ping, it was a light bulb. And I said, okay, yes, I want to um, grab this opportunity of learning more. And so since I do coaching myself to other people, I thought then I should also um, feed my mind and develop uh, what I already know so that I could share more to others as well. Yeah, right, right. I can totally relate. We, for us to coach someone, we need to be coached as well. And you know, Miss Jamie, uh, let's tell our viewers because you are a national champion. In, in a, a speech uh, contest in Toastmasters. Now, she's an active member of Toastmasters. That's an organization focused on developing public speaking. And she is leveling up. That's why she's having this, this coaching from 
from Guang, uh, an international uh, speaker, also a champion. And uh, if you are given this opportunity, grab it, grab those learnings, and don't wait for a time that you'll say, "I should have, I should have grabbed it." And uh, I remember, sorry, I remember a a line from one of my professors in college, and she was. He was telling a story about grabbing an, an opportunity and he said it in Ilocano. Ay, kina, kinamalkulat ako man. <laughs> so grab it. Make sure you grab it. All right. Uh, Miss Jamie, let's move to your uh, top three, the third life lesson that, we'd like to, that you would like to share our viewers. My third life lesson is actually the lesson that I shared in my um, international prepared speech, and that is to share forward. That's to take every opportunity to share what we already have. So as I mentioned, look at that. My number one was love yourself, and my third is share. That's the receiving part. And now, when you you know when you learn how to receive, you can also give more. Sharing forward. I'd like to say that not everything is equivalent to money, right? <laughs> like uh, we don't just choose whom we are going to help or choose who, whom we are going to share something to. So when we are given an opportunity to share what we know, and you know that this is going to um, inspire other people, that's another opportunity to grab. And I always enjoy situations where schools invite me to share something like, uh, what is event planning? And so I shared that to a group of tourism and HRM students in UB one time. And it's not like you would ask, sure, how much, <laughs> right? It's like, well, yes, how many students are there? What do they want to know from me and all these things? Um, many times, I, I volunteer myself to, to help people, especially when I have the time. During this pandemic, I, I had quite some time uh, available still to help people. And it was something that made me happy, I think, that it's productive and at the same time, it's helping other people. So that's an opportunity I would not like to miss, be able to share forward. Right. So share forward, be generous, and uh, find ways to to just let the cup overflow, as you mentioned earlier. And I, I love how you mentioned that it's not all about the taking or even on, on money, but also sharing. Of course, uh, I can relate with that. I, I also give um, a free talks, some paid talks, but it, it's not always about about taking, but it's more of giving. So thank you for reminding us of that. Now, Ms. Jamie, you mentioned already uh, earlier that you have a cafe, you do events planning, and maybe some people would, would like to ask you to be of service with them. They, they need your help. So how can they uh, contact you? Yes, so first, of course, we have the North Niche Cafe. This is... Uh, this has been our baby business with uh, my awesome friends. And this is a cafe located at Military Cutoff. But actually, we're moving to a different location. That is our way of adjusting to this situation and being open to the next challenge. We're moving to a different location, but still open for delivery and pickup. 
Actually, we will be available on Food Panda and Grab Food soon. And at the moment, we're already partnered with a lot of delivery and errand services. So please check out our page. That's our page on Facebook. It's North Niche. And I guarantee that the food there is something that is of good quality, original recipes, and the food is really good. And I'm very proud of our chef. Right, Toastmaster Chris, you have tasted okay. our food, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Tinitingnan ko pa lang itong nakashare na to And uh, <laughs> parang gutom na. <laughs> and I, I miss the food at the niche because it's been, it's been months already. More than three months, right? So, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. They will be announcing, of course, uh, kung saan yung new location, right? Yes. Yes, we'll be right. announcing our page as well. So please follow us. And of course, I have my events planning business. So it's Emoj Events. If you notice, if you're keen on observing, that's Emoj is the reverse of my name, Jamie. Mm. So that's Emoj Events. Those, uh, we have a page on Facebook. It's uh, You can find it. It's so Emoj Events. My contact number is written there as well in our email. I'm actually hosting an intimate wedding tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I do these days. And we cater to different kinds of events, not just weddings, debut, birthday, reunion, get together, um, corporate events as well. So please send me a message, send us a message through the page if you wish to inquire and I will surely respond promptly. <laughs> And of course, I would also like to invite everyone to join us in our Toastmasters meetings. I am part of Synergy Toastmasters Club, but of course, we have a lot of different clubs here in Baguio. But here in uh, Synergy Toastmasters Club, we meet every second and fourth Thursdays of the month. We used to meet at uh, SKI Baguio Milukban when we had in-person meetings, but of course, uh, at the moment, we're holding our meetings virtually. So please join us. We post our Zoom link on our page all the time, every second and well, nearing the second and fourth. So our next meeting is actually this Thursday. And of course, we also have our YouTube channel where we share information about Toastmasters because, yeah. yes, not everybody knows about Toastmasters. And if they know, it's probably just a vague idea about it so if you watch our videos we try to explain because we have different members in our club we have newbies those who have been members only for a few months those who have been members for 10 years like myself and those who are in mid-range and they have different opportunities i mean opportunities and opinions and sharing about what is toastmaster what did they get from toastmasters how do we do virtual meetings and i think this information would be good to, to watch so that you'll have uh, more information about it. Our next video is actually coming up and it's featuring Toastmaster Chris <laughs> and wow. our other Dagio Toastmasters as well. <laughs> so I hope you check it out. Amazing. Wow, that's great. So yes, you can ta- contact uh, Synergy Toastmasters Club, those... Um, uh, it's going to be an amazing avenue for you to grow in, in communication and leadership. And you can see a uh, 
for lack of better term, product <laughs> of the <laughs> club in the person of uh, Miss Jamie Yaneza. And of course, you can uh, ask uh, them to deliver your uh, food from the niche. And of yeah. course, if you need a host or planner. Uh, Miss Jamie, uh, we're about to close, but I'll still have to ask you this question. With, with all that's going on in, in the world these days, in, in your life, what keeps you inspired? Okay, so the question is what keeps me inspired? What keeps me inspired is the opportunity to make a difference. Not only, you know, not as wide as this world, but just to make a difference in somebody's life by sharing what I have and just being able to, to help out people. I think this is what really inspires me because when I see that these people whom I have somehow gave some advice to or just shared a moment with where I could somehow give them um, words of encouragement and see that they get better. This inspires me to, to do more. And of course, my son <laughs> inspires me. The question is who? That would be my son, definitely. <laughs> wow, so beautiful. So that's what keeps Miss Jamie Aniza inspired. And of course, his uh, what's this? The, the the son that keeps the mother so alive, inspired, motivated. So thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. You, the, the, those life lessons so um, so beautiful, so important as we as we go through this uh, journey that we have. It could be in your personal life, it could be in your career, or if you're in business or entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship. I hope you, you got something from our guest tonight. And in a while, I'll be asking Miss Jamie for her closing words. I know we would like to go on and on, but uh, this will be just for now. Who knows? We'll invite her again to, to be part of this growth conversation. So I'll be asking for your closing words in a while. We'd just like to uh, give some announcements to our viewers uh, make sure they'll grab the opportunity, as mentioned earlier by Ms. Jamie, to join the Growth Summit. This is happening this coming Saturday online. So wherever you are, you can join this. Just go to the link that is being flashed on screen, uh, bit.ly forward slash growthph2020. Sign up now and join us this coming Saturday. We have a powerful lineup of speakers we have here uh, a special opening message from Bo Sanchez, uh, from Katrina Gumaya, Thrive Amidst Trials. Also from Police Lieutenant Colonel Kimberly Molitas, how you can stand out if you're an employee. Jill Ang, a, a TV commercial model and a life coach to share with us her story. Eloisa Diga, how to spot business opportunities and adjust during crisis. Uh, of course, I'll be there as well to share with you how to turn your experience and expertise into a book. Miss um, uh, Maria Dulce Caliha from COL Financial, important financial decisions you need to make. We have uh, Miss Charlene Jun Awing to share with us how to be a freelance writer. Uh, 
We have Judel Gayatina to apply Six Sigma in your personal life. And our closing keynote speaker is Dodong Kakanando, a for, former HP executive, now a businessman farmer in Bukidnon. His story is so inspiring. And I believe this growth summit is the best growth summit ever. We have uh, some bonuses from Call Financial, our sponsor. They will be giving away five call funding uh, starter pack valued at 1000 This will be raffled off to the participants. And so better uh, join, join us. And so this is a summit that you don't want to miss. Again, go and, and sign up now and we'll be glad to welcome you this coming Saturday. Again, this is online. Uh, Miss Jamie, your closing words. <laughs> my closing words. Before I give my closing words, I would like to thank you, Toastmaster Chris, for inviting me for this talk. And of course, I would like to invite everyone to the Growth Summit. <laughs> I've been attending since day the first Growth Summit, and I guarantee that it's something that you will really enjoy and learn from. And I would like to thank all of our viewers this evening who have dropped me messages in my watch party, but I cannot mention them all. <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate your support. And as my final words, uh, maybe in general, I would say in relation to our topic this evening, that there is a thin line between between letting go and holding on. And that thin line is perspective. So in matters of making decisions, for example, um, we have to be able to determine if some, a situation is something that is not beneficial for, for both parties or for people who are around you, then what makes a difference in your decision is strength. So have the strength to, to let go of something because it is an opportunity to open our hands to grab a better opportunity. Because remember that God sees our hearts and he knows the reasons behind every decision that we make. And so if we're able to, to bank on that idea and be strong, then we will be able to make decisions for the betterment of our lives and for the betterment of others. So I do hope that let's stay positive in this whole situation we're all going through this pandemic and i would always say that because we have been given the opportunity to live through this pandemic we're still alive we're surviving let's live each day giving honor to this life that we still have in honor of the other lives that were already taken and with that let's keep the positivity and carry on with our lives wow amazing thank you so much miss jamie and yes there is a thin line between letting go and holding on and i believe she mentioned that as to matters of positivity and faith 
you need to keep holding on. So thank you so much, Miss Jamie, for for being with us in this growth conversations. To all our viewers, thank you so much. Thank you once again, and we hope you join us next week. We will have a special episode on growth conversations. It's something that it's like uh, an after a after the summit special class that's going to be next Tuesday. And again, uh, God bless you, everybody. And, and Miss Jamie and to everyone, we do a, uh, we have a tradition here in Growth Conversations to always end with a prayer. Is that okay? Yes. Let's pray, everybody. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this moment to have Growth Conversations once again. We thank you for all the learnings and we ask you to guide us, to empower us, to implement the learnings we had from Ms. Jamie. We also pray in a special way that you bless her career, bless her family, her son, and all the things that she does for the people around her. To all of us, we ask you to fill our lab tank, that we receive that, that love, and may we overflow so that we can share that love to other people. Continue to help us, lead us, guide us in our growth in this journey called life. This is our prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, everybody. Have a good night. Again, see you next Tuesday, but see you first this coming Saturday for the Growth Summit. Thank you.